Welcome to the Gifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Online Program, which teaches you how to turn your story into a successful speaking and online coaching business. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Simon Martin. He's an author, musician, and servant, as well as many other things, Simon. So Simon, welcome to our podcast. Thank you, Christopher. It's really great, really honored to be here. Thank you. Some people, let's say uh, Tiger Woods, he starts golfing at two or three or Mozart <laughs> or Beethoven. They start really young and they're like, I know what I'm going to do in my life and they do it. And other people, like let's say Colin Powell, who's one of the most respected former generals in the US and just an all around amazing person, he actually just went with the flow and they always say go with the flow. And it sounds like your life, Simon, based on what you told me, it was more of a go with the flow mentality <laughs> because you've done so many things in your life. You literally told me you had to deal with a dead body as a flight attendant. So let's just start there. <laughs> oh, you like that one. Okay. Hi, everyone. Um, I, I make no excuses. It is what it is. So listen in. <laughs> it's random. Uh, yeah, the flight attendant thing. I was, I was working at Heathrow Airport um, Terminal 5. I was called a customer service manager. It was a Sunday afternoon. I hated working weekends. And I had to be up for this thing called a ground duty day. When a manager comes up and talks to another manager next to me, I was a different manager, but a different band. There's too many managers going on here. And he says, um, oh, Simon, do you want to deal with this? Oh, yeah, there's been an incident at uh, a certain hotel called the Aurora um, near Heathrow. And uh, my guy next to me said, it could be a fight. It could be a rape. It could even be a death, but it won't be a death. So okay, right. So we, we, me and this other manager, we nip into the car. The hotel manager picks us up, drives around. Gentlemen, there's been a death. Oh, great. <laughs> so we, we go there. It turned out to be a, a long haul cabin crew member, flight attendant. And uh, apparently it had been um, a DVT, deep, deep vein thrombosis, and he'd been found dead by a chambermaid. So we had to basically make sure that the body was um, removed from the hotel discreetly and without upsetting anyone and we had to keep it um right away from anyone so it wouldn't be leaked onto social media ahead of the coroner's report don't ask me how we did it but there were people coming up onto the corridor we devised a plan between several of us and and i said oh excuse me could you just wait down the corridor we're removing some hazardous waste hazardous waste from a bedroom oh yeah yeah right you are mate yeah yeah that's fine yeah yeah okay yeah and so i ended up with the body bag right at my feet in a service lift and there were five of us and it was just a very surreal moment it wasn't scary or anything but it hit me a few days later man when i saw his face on a badly colored laser copy in the crew room i thought ah, that that body had a face that had a life it was a guy who's gone yeah that's just one thing yeah. well so when you say that is is that illegal? I mean, it wasn't, aren't the police <laughs> officers supposed to come? I mean, what you just shared with me, I didn't know you were going to share that, but. <laughs> the, poli the police were there, yeah, and they were interviewing us almost like I was the criminal. <laughs> I only just got there, you know. But actually, about, about 20 minutes before I got there, I, I remember saying a prayer. I said, please, God, take me away from this desk. It's so boring. And he answered my prayers at 1412 local in the afternoon, took me away to this hotel. Well, well let's talk about that off. because that story, frankly, has a, has a greater meaning, meaning a lot of people wouldn't volunteer to do that. And even when they found out, they would just walk away or get scared. So I'm curious, what did you think at the time that wouldn't, did you think about, I, I can't do this? Because that's not an easy thing to do. And you chose One, to just do Yeah, it. 
yeah i i figured i love variety now this is going to sound a bit zany oh great he's found a dead body that's variety that ticks the box for that day no nah, i i mean i've ended up through my life through through taking uh, um opportunities as they've come i've ended up in war zones like iraq i'm not in, in the military i mean i was in the cadets when i was younger but i didn't know anything about military i had long hair when i went there <laughs> they, now looking back they could have probably put my head on a spike as this rich westerner come to visit this war-torn slums and and stuff but um no i just take opportunities so i figured i could have probably died several times so the least i could do is um sort of help remove a dead body i didn't actually lift him or anything but you know what i mean <laughs> well so let's talk about prior to what we said right we only have a few minutes left but ultimately you've had this very interesting adventure in life and if other people listening might not know perhaps where they're going and what they want to do but what we both connected on was service helping yeah. other people so yeah. You, you, you are currently this asset strategy officer, but you also have done a lot of service. So I'm curious, because some people want everything defined, want people want things set in stone. In your mm. case, tell us about your approach toward literally living your life seemingly just not planned. I don't know. Again, you tell me if it was planned or not. It's, you know, no, you're right. I mean, if, if I was to show you my CV, it would jump all over the place. And yet, in there, there's, there's, I can explain why certain strands happened, but it's only by looking back after they've happened. Uh, for example, I was, I worked at the airport, finished up, and thought I've got to get me a job, um, and I ended up doing some catering work, of course, and I became a drum teacher because I love music. I'm a musician. Then I became a cycling instructor. Off the back of that, someone told me about some support work with people with brain injuries and and learning difficulties. I ended up doing that. I ended up doing mediation. I trained to be a mediator because I, I, um, that was an opportunist thing. Uh, the airline weren't going to, weren't going to pay for me to do it. So I thought I'll find someone else who can, who can train me up. And I did some cases for them. And then I end up in a housing association working with the vulnerable and the voiceless people who have financial troubles, who've got mental health um, issues galore and people who just got to the end, end of where they can cope and just need that extra help. So I ended up doing that and I loved but, but what, I'm, what I'm curious is, okay, let's say, do, do you feel comfortable always feeling uncomfortable? Because I want yeah. our listeners to really take something away from you in that yeah. a lot of people the, say, oh my gosh, how do you find a job when you don't have experience in this field? So what do you say to someone that might really be unsure where they're going to go? Is that okay? Is that okay? How do you deal with that uncertainty? Okay. For me, it's, it, it's, it's involved taking more and more risks and having self-confidence. And I think there's a lot of people out there who can bluff things. And I suppose I've become a bit of a bluffer, but I can back it up with the, with the people skills and I can learn very quickly on how to do, do the other things. But I take jumps, risks, because it makes me feel alive. So nothing I've ever done has been planned. It's more or less seeing something going, oh, I'll try that. And actually people would be saying, are you mad? You've got four kids. What are you doing? You've got a mortgage. Got... <laughs> well, but, exactly, but... exactly. That's, that's why I asked this question. Yeah, you, but I think life is about risk. If you don't take any risks, then you're not truly living. And I'm not saying to anyone out there, yeah, go and take a mindless risk. <laughs> Calculate it, <laughs> you know, look at it and think, because some things aren't for me. I've, I've fallen flat on my face, but I've got up and I'm still okay. I don't know how, but I'm still okay. Thank God. But um, I, I think you, you, you're only on, on this earth for so little time. I mean, if I'm lucky, I might get 70 or 80 years but who knows, you know, I might get diagnosed with something, you know, next year, that might be it. 
So I see it happen to so many other people, but nothing I've done is planned, but above all, take the risk, jump, and you'll feel alive. Yeah, no, I, I love that mentality of, of jumping and taking risks because again, frankly speaking, unfortunately, I literally have been traveling around the world for the last 20 years and people always ask me, Christopher, what's the one quality? What's the one quality people that you find successful? I'm like, it's not intelligence. It's not confidence. Mm. It's not who you know. It really is courage. The courage to do yeah. what you feel is right, not what other people, whether your mom, your dad, your brother, just your society tells you because mm. you can be successful at least monetarily, but you are yeah. living your life, Simon, and you're giving your life to others. So I encourage our listeners to learn more from Simon, learn about his very interesting careers, but also most importantly, the, the causes that he's passionate about, Simon. So what's the one cause you, you most are passionate about that you think that all of us need to more be mindful of? Okay. I think um, up until recently, it was like helping anyone, but now it's very specific. It's men and their identity. I wrote a book about the airlines and it could have been about anything, but that book is just a tool to connect with people. It's about men, male identity, mental health, and breaking into what you were what you were supposed to be now this is a bit rich coming from simon who doesn't even know what he still wants to be you know <laughs> it's like my dad sent me to a lovely school posh school whatever you call it in, in over here private school but it much good did it do me i didn't do jack with it and i actually um ended up uh retraining in later life you know quite recently in the last in the last few years but yeah helping men discover their identity and there's a lot of brokenness out there and and there's a lot of divorce, um, unrest, mental health problems. And I think it's, it's helping men say, look, you're not alone. We can work through this. I mean, I'm, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist. But um, it's, it's making men especially know that it's actually okay to admit that you're broken. Yeah. That's my passion. That's a beautiful way to end our podcast. Simon, thank you so much for being on our podcast. How can our guests connect with you and stay in touch with you? Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me down the road. You can find me in news agents. <laughs> <laughs> you can, you can find me probably on Facebook. I, I didn't want to join Facebook, but I did it's selfish reason to promote the book, but yeah, find me on LinkedIn. If you like, um, I'll, I'll try and reply as long as you're not cryptocurrency. I, you know, I'm cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> Simon, thank you so much for your time. Have a great day. Thank you, Christopher. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Gifters Podcast. If you want to learn how to turn your story into a successful speaking and online coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com to learn more.